0: Welcome back to Extra Point right here on KDOS AM 1060. And as always, you can follow along online at KDOS1060.com and with the KDOS 1060 app powered by Superbook Sports. We pop on out to the KDOS hotline. Sean Alvarez, our horse guru. You can follow him on Twitter at Turn 2 Sean, appreciate the time on the program as always.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, you know I alluded to it uh, on one of our previous calls. It's always nice, A, talking with you, but then, B when I'm when I'm talking with you, I know that there's a A big race coming up so definitely excited about
0: it absolutely here Uh, unfortunately it it is a a big race but we potentially have to figure out what's going to happen because of the air quality issues that are going on in the new york area so if air quality allows it will be the 155th running of the belmont stakes on saturday so first of all though before we get into that side of things what is this track like and how does it differ from the first two tracks in the triple crown
1: yeah, I we, think we call it the Big Sandy for a reason. Um, It's a huge track. It actually is a mile and a half from the the start, into, from the start to the finish line. So if you go all the way around the track, it is the mile and a half, which is the distance we're going um, – we're going to be running on Saturday. The biggest difference is to get that distance. These turns are really wide and sweeping. So you really don't have those sharp cutoff angles – a little bit more of a, you know, a sustained run is what you want to look for for your horses. Um, it's definitely a big track, and it's a distance these horses have never run, and they probably will never run after after Saturday. So it's definitely a different type of track than we saw at Churchill and Pimlico.
0: Uh, I also imagine here that air quality would impact a horse just the same way that it would impact a human. and when trying to compete, run, exert energy, this could be a challenge. So are there tests and provisions in place that these horses are going to have to pass uh, if this race does move forward as scheduled on Saturday?
1: Yeah, I mean, the same thing like you alluded to with horses compared to you know humans, yeah, you know, imagine trying to run a marathon or even you know a you know a a 400 400 meter race while there's smoke in the air you're trying to breathe in oxygen smoke is coming in it's definitely not conducive to what the horses want and need um but there are provisions that are going into belmont this weekend there will be a state veterinarian on site and i believe the wording was they have each horse has to pass a respiratory test not just for the belmont stakes but anybody running that day just to make sure that they're breathing okay Nothing's going to happen. We, the, the first and foremost thing we, we want to do is take care of these, you know, these equine athletes that give us the joy of racing. Um, so, you know, they deserve, you know, our care. So I believe that there's going to be a state veterinarian. They have to pass a respiratory test. That tells me that we may see a little bit more, um, a little bit more scratches than we're normally used to. Kind of similar to what we saw in the Kentucky Derby. Hopefully not that many. Um, but we may see a little bit more scratches.
0: He's Sean Alvarez. Follow him on Twitter at Smooth Turn 2 talking about the Belmont Stakes Saturday uh, coverage on Fox. Have any of the horses in this field raced here before? Does that give those horses an advantage at all, or does it help you understand more of what the horses are capable of when you talk about such a longer track?
1: Yeah, I I believe the only horse that's run at Belmont is the three arc. Archangelo, Um, I'm gonna butcher so many names, Um, but it's you know, yes, it does help a little bit, mainly because of those big sweeping turns. But it's more when you get to the the smaller tracks that have those tighter turns. That's when it really becomes more of what we call uh, the horse for the course. You know, the horse really likes the track, handles the turns, handles the surface. This surface and this distance with these turns, it's not exactly something where you want that experience, that on-track experience. So I, w- I would say no, there's not a lot that's going to go into that. But you know, with that big of a track, with, with the distance and the surface that we're looking at, pace for me becomes a little bit more um, intriguing.
0: Uh, the third place horse from the Kentucky Derby, Angel of Empire, is set to race this Saturday, 7 to 2 odds. How does this horse's style translate to Belmont?
1: So I, a big misconception that I see in horse racing is the longer the distance, the more the closers are going to uh, benefit from that. And that, truthfully, from when I, when I watch you know, a lot of the Belmont races, that is exactly the opposite. A lot of the horses don't want to go too fast too early kind of similar to what we talked about what they did in the in the uh in the derby went too fast too early and then they walked on in the preakness so there's definitely certain pace angles and the longer the race like i said we're going a mile and a half these horses have never gone that distance and as far as classic type horses probably will never run this distance again so it's, you know, you, you want to save energy for that long stretch run after you've already run close to a mile as you're turning home. Um, so there's, there's definitely different uh, um, ideas about how this kind of distance plays out. I'm not a believer that you need to come from the back, but one of my favorite things about Angel of Empire is the jockey. Flavian Pratt has one of the best internal clocks that I've seen. If they're going too slow too early, he moves his horse up. If they're going too fast too early, he takes them back. He just has a really, really good gauge of the pace. Um, So as far as his pace goes, he's probably not – this race isn't going to benefit him. But with the jockey that's riding him, I think this really kind of hits him in between the eyes.
0: Uh, When we continue talking about some horses here for the Belmont Stakes, the winner of the Preakness, National Treasure, is set to run 5-1 to odds. So how hard is it to go back-to-back like this, and does National Treasure have what it takes?
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely going back-to-back is an issue. Usually horses want at least roughly four weeks off between races. Obviously, he didn't run in the Derby. He just had this kind of – you know, jump up to go from the Preakness to the Belmont. He's going to get a three-week break. That's not ideal. Um, and my other issue with National Treasure is, I mean, we talked about it. They were – he was completely left alone on the lead. It was one of those things where, you know, he was out there just kind of running a workout pace. Nobody was pressuring him, and he kicked on well. But, again, we're talking about a much further distance. in the pedigree that this horse has, talking about the four National Treasure. I'm not sure that he wants to go that far. We've we've already seen what he can do when he's left alone on the lead. I don't think they're going to fully leave him alone on the lead. And like I said, the pedigree wise, he's not bred to go this far. So to set the pace and then continue to go on is definitely going to be a, a, a task in itself. And then, like you said, now he's got a little bit more of a target on his back because he won the brightness. I just don't see how the pace of this race is going to,
0: going to benefit him. Sean Alvarez, follow him over on Twitter at Smooth Turn 2 as we're talking about the 155th running of the Belmont Stakes right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Point. So Tappet Trice is in the field, not to be confused with Tappet Shoes. Uh, Tappet Trice, though, is a 3-1 to uh, horse here, and you've talked about him with us before. So what do you like about Tappet Trice, and does it fit the longer track here at Belmont?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I reluctantly used him on, on the show that we talked about in the Derby, but the big knock on this horse is he just does not like the rail. He sh- he, either he shies away from the rail or, or he just does better running on the outside. But if you watch workouts in each race, the jockey is very intent from the gate to get outside and not get stuck on the rail. He's done it in workouts going into the first turn, he's done it in races going into the first turn, and he does it when he turns for home. He wants to swing out wide. Now, like we said, it's a mile and a half. It's going to be a lot slower of a pace. We're not going to have 18 horses uh, like we did in the Derby. He doesn't have that type of field to navigate. So I do think Saez can get him outside, and I do like his, the, the pace running of his, uh, his pace style that he likes to run. He doesn't need to come from too far back. He should be in touch with the leaders. Um, and it all, all all depends on if he's good enough. He's going to have to run a little bit further than everybody else. The wider you go, the more distance you're going to have to cover. Um, so it's all going to come down to, is he good enough? But this track really suits his running style with not being pinned on the, on the rail. He's going to have all the time in the world and big sweeping turns to kind of kick back outside. So those knocks that I had on him for the Derby kind of go away with uh, the Belmont and this track. Um, so like I said, if he's good enough, I think he's definitely going to be around, uh, what come, come the wire.
0: A couple of questions away from the horses in this specific track. What do horses do in between races? Are they competing in other events or, uh, you know, are they resting up working with their trainer? Like what typically happens in between these layoffs?
1: Generally in the layoff, the horse after he comes out back from the race, he's going to lose a little bit of weight. Um, So you really want to get the horse eating, get, you know, eating their entire feed bucket. That's usually a good sign that they're feeling good coming out of that race. The next thing you're going to do daily is just hot walk the horse. There's somebody, you know, an assistant of of one of the trainers that takes the horse out of the stall and they walk, they walk the shed row or they walk um, on, on a, you know, a, There's an an equipment that they can hook them up to to walk in circles just to get their legs moving. And then as soon as the trainer feels the horse is up to it, he'll jog them on the track and then start to work them out to get ready for the next race. So there's definitely a process to make sure that we're doing right by the horses and that they're coming up to 100 percent, you know, really ready to give their best effort. Uh, You know, I. I wish they could, you know, tell us, you know, give a little knock on the door that, you know, we're ready to run. But it's more the signs that the horse gives the trainer to know that the horse is ready to run their next race.
0: How often do the jockeys ride the horses before the actual races? Or is it kind of uh, just like a week or so leading up to the race?
1: Especially these big-name horses in these, you know, in grade one Belmont Stakes type of races, a lot of these jockeys will actually work the horses out in the morning. So they they've definitely gotten on before. Um, for instance, Tappet Trice since he's up, size has rid, ridden him four times in the last four races. But on top of that, he's probably going in the morning to also get on the horse, to work them out, and it just gives the jockey a feel of the horse, gives them an idea of, you know, when is this horse getting in the best stride, how you know, how best to communicate with this horse in order for him to put up his best, best effort. So with this type of quality of horses, they're, they're on in the morning um, and just getting a feel of it.
0: Sean Alvarez, follow him on Twitter at Smooth Turn Two. Right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the extra point. Okay, back to the Belmont Stakes. Here you have Forte at seven to two, Angel of Empire seven to two, Tapit Trice three to one, National Treasure five to one, Archangelo eight to one. So, what do you like about this top tier grouping of horses, at least on the odds board? Top tier. Well,
1: I mean, as far as as far as favorites go, when I'm betting, it's more. You know, can I punch holes in the favorite? Can I find things that I don't like about him? And if I can't, then I probably love the favorite. But Forte was the favorite going into the Kentucky Derby. That The actual on-track veterinarian scratched the horse, not the trainer. He has run decent workouts, but again, you know, I kind of alluded to it many times, actually. They're going a distance they've never gone before. The horse scratched out of the Derby. He hasn't run a race in 70 days. I just that's not a price that i want to swallow when i know that i can punch holes in the the horse and as far as you know the form goes i alluded to it earlier i really like angel of empire mainly because of flavian uh i think the horse is plenty good enough to win the race but i trust that flavian's going to have him in the right spot like i said if they're going too slow too early i can see him moving up kind of mid-race to get his horse in touch if they're going too fast too early He's definitely going to sit back and know that he's going to have plenty of horse turning from home. So I really like that horse. I already talked about Tapit Trice as far as what he needs to do to win national treasure. My knock on the horse is the pedigree. I just don't think he's going to get that. I don't think they're going to leave him alone. I don't think he's going to get that easy lead. And with his pedigree on the bottom, I just don't think he's bred for a mile and a half. Um, Archangelo, I think is definitely interesting. Um, I alluded to that he ran at the Belmont before that was the grade three Peter Pan where he won by a head that's not necessarily because he was it was at Belmont what I really liked about that race was he was in sixth place after after the half mile and they were running not quick and then the, the leader tried to slow him way down tried to save a little bit more for that you know turning for home and Castellano just said no and went on and challenged the leader and and put put his head in front and kept on going. So it's it's one of those type of moves that I like to see, especially in this type of distance. Hobby stays on. So it, it, there's a lot to like, especially like especially at the odds of eight to one. Um, the seven hit show is interesting for me. He ran a really good, not in the form, but he ran a really good Kentucky Derby race. He was a lot closer than he should have been. To that insanely quick, fr- those insanely quick fractions, and he was covered up and uncomfortable. He didn't finish all that well, but like we like we saw, really only two fills was the only horse that stayed on. I thought he ran a really good, kind of sneaky effort. And again, at ten to one, that's, that's you know that's a that's a shot I'm willing to take. So, Sean, uh,
0: the one hundred fifth. 105th- 55th running of the Belmont Stakes here on Saturday. How are we supposed to play this year's Belmont Stakes? What are you going to do?
1: Well, as far as the top pick goes, um, my top pick is Angel of Empire. If you want one horse uh, as far as a bet to win, that would be my top pick. I really like that horse. Love the jockey. Love just the running style of, of the, that this race suits him really well. Um, but with, with that being said – I'm going to run a little bit of a trifecta. Or I'm sorry, not a trifecta, an exacta with three horses on top. So we're going to try and catch a little bit of prices. So I, t- I spoke about the three Archangelo, the seven hit show, and, again, the eight Angel-, Angel of Empire. Those are the three horses that I would play on top. And then I would save it underneath with the two trice and the six Forte. So for a dollar exacta, that would be three, seven, eight, with the two, three, six, seven and eight for a dollar that would cost you 12 bucks if angel of empire wins i still think it can pay you know definitely above what we paid for it
0: if lightning hits
1: an archangelo or uh hit show come in it's definitely going to pay really well
0: well i hope that everyone uh horses People can all be safe in the 155th running of the Belmont Stakes and uh, that we have a fun Saturday. Always appreciate the time. Always appreciate the knowledge, Sean, and we look forward to enjoying things on Saturday.
1: Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Everybody stay safe, and hopefully hopefully, we cash some tickets and have a great Saturday.
0: Absolutely. Appreciate it, as always, and you can follow him, Sean Alvarez, on Twitter, at Turn 2 Appreciate the time, Sean. Have a great rest of the day.
1: Thank you.